You're listening to Songs Out Loud from St. Louis, Missouri. I'm Aaron Dorr. This podcast documents the life of a song, everything from what inspired the original idea to how it came together in the studio. With the help from isolated instrument and vocal tracks called stems supplied by the artists, I recorded them reflecting back on their creative process with it and compiled it all here in a documentary-style show-and-tell. It's a behind-the-scenes tour of their song, instrument by instrument, lyric by lyric, and beat by beat. Yeah, I wanted to do it as low as I could go. <laughs> like, I wanted to sing it in that in that range, and I couldn't do it. And I was like, I want to. So then I just started trying to for a while, and then it happened. And I can still, I still psych myself out sometimes, thinking I can't do it, but I can. It's in there. La Pons is the musical creation of artist Lisa Houdet. In this episode, we're taking on a ride through the making of her song, The Hollywood Baby, from her most recent album, Lean 2, from 2019. It features the same imaginative and expressive songwriting and performances that earned her past two albums, 2016's Heat and 2018's I Was Dancing With My Dream Team, universal praise. Our talks were taken from two separate recordings I had with her, and she supplied seven stem files to help tell the story. Hello, I am LaPons, and my real name, you will never, ever know. (laughs) I'm a very here and there person. Um, I am uh, constantly moving and walking around and doing things. Um, So the way my music comes to me is like, it'll pop into my head and I'll be like, oh, I need to like play guitar for a little bit. And I'll sit down in my little music room and usually just plop down in the middle of the floor or on a chair. And um, that's about it. And a lot of the time I'm like, oh, I need to write a song soon. Like, I need to do that. I have to write a song because I have to make music because I have to release an album. That's how my brain has been working. Because I have so much so many other loves in this life, like cooking and painting and homesteading. It's hard to um, dive completely. And so it's really, that's pretty hard um, just for me to be disciplined. Setting little things uh, and deadlines and goals helps me. I must maintain what I have created. So my, my garden, my house, my, and the paintings I've started I must maintain those and then I then I book shows and then I say I'm going to release an album so I must maintain I mean I they they whoever they are they say you can't you know put your your hands in too many whatever baskets but I'm going to probably meld all of this together one day in some great business plan that I haven't fully nailed down Hollywood baby that was a fun one. I think I, I was just playing with those the, the pattern of chords and kind of moving the capo up and down. And then I had a melody in my head and I was trying to find it. And then I ended up writing the vocal melody the same. So. Sorry, ladies. Hey. 
I have a, a nylon uh, that I write almost everything on. She's talking about nylon stringed acoustic guitars, as opposed to the typical steel stringed ones. Nylon or classical guitars are formally used for the study and playing of classical and flamenco music. They are built with a slightly wider fretboard and the strings are made out of a soft, slightly larger, and very warm sounding nylon plastic. It's a Yamaha and I think it's like a C45 or something. I got it at a pawn shop. I was really lucky. I love it so much. Um, and I also have a, a, a newer Yamaha acoustic. Um, yeah, but classical guitars are like my favorite. Nylon string is just my number one favorite thing to play. In fact, I need to get a string on mine so I can play it. <laughs> Well, that one, I believe that is Tim's. Um, it's it's a Telecaster, and it's the the amp on that is a Magnetone amp, and it's the best sounding amp ever, especially in real life. Tim, yeah, Tim is. Um, I'm like talking like you know who he is. Tim is like. It's weird though. I my the way I've recorded. I mean, I, he he has a studio called Electropolis, and he's recorded a few other artists. But that's not like that's not what he does or what the the studio does. Um, Electropolis Studios offers audio and video production to clients that range from Sleepy Kitty to Pokey Lafarge to the Missouri Department of Tourism to AT and T. It's, I'm lucky, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. And, um, but, you know, we squeeze in where we can. And that's where I've recorded all of the albums. And he's one of my good friends, best friends. Anyway, I do it here. And then I take it over to the studio. We usually just kind of go in the same manner. Like, I record the guitar always first. And then we can add to it um but yeah i that's where it starts it goes guitar vocals and then immediately i do a pass for harmonies She's singing outside her comfort zone in this recording. Listen to her go down to the D below middle C at the end of each verse couplet. I've seen her walking around, driving all over the town. The Hollywood lover, the Hollywood lover, she cries. Yeah, I wanted to do it as low as I could go. <laughs> like, I wanted to sing it in that in that range, and I couldn't do it. And I was like, I want to. So then I just started trying to for a while, and then it happened. And I can still, I still psych myself out sometimes thinking I can't do it, but I can. It's in there. Honey, won't you go pay a I think what started me playing with different ranges in my voice 
especially a high, higher range, is Vashti Bunyan. Vashti Bunyan is a singer-songwriter from England who released her first album, Just Another Diamond Day, in 1970. She returned to the music industry 35 years later after discovering a brand new fan base of experimental indie songwriters and has since recorded two other albums. You're listening to Love Song from her debut. I I liked her... um, it was so gentle and all of her lyrics were so whimsical and, and earthly and um, nature And I really, I thought like, oh, I want to sing. I think I can sing higher pitched. I want to go for the highest pitch that I can. And then I wrote Charmed Wife. I, I just like from 2014 to 2016 my vocals got a little stronger and then even more so as I've aged obviously like that happens with practice but um, yeah the, definitely Vashti Bunyan and Animal Collective and, and the books the books is one of my other favorite bands of all time um, so all of that all of those are definitely early influences and now I'm in my now I'm my own thing. So I think I don't know. I, who knows? So, I feel like I I think that's one where I was like Tim. I'm envisioning this crazy noise. And then I wanted it to kind of drop off in a certain way, and I started messing with like the knobs. Um, so that was <laughs> that was that was that one. I don't know much about this uh, machinery, but I have gotten good at you know learning a little bit more about the program <laughs> that we use and stuff. I think it is logic. You know, if it if it gets into the real synth land, like where I'm like, Tim, I need it to be like, then he, then he's like the, he is the person because he has all this huge setup and he just goes in there and does some stuff that I have no idea what he's doing. We're like, we're talking true synth um, as opposed to just a keyboard, so. I've only recorded a few songs with the whole band. I'm pretty much doing all of it. Quail Ridge has some drums at the end, some real drums, and I think, I'm trying to think. Oh yeah, Hollywood Baby is is uh, is uh, one of those drum machines. Yeah. No, I think we were just messing around with the different types of organ sounds on the synth. Um, and I just found one that worked out. It sounds crazy when it's all broken down. Oh, 
I kind of have the default Lapons um, vocal mix down over there. Uh, it's very, it's definitely reverb, and then he. I usually do double vocal recording um, or double. Sometimes I don't know if this one was. I can't remember. We checked. Her main vocals on this recording are just one voice. I promise you, baby, I'll try. When singers double their vocals, they record two versions of a melody and layer them on top of each other to thicken or even warble the sound a bit. As opposed to when singers harmonize a melody, in which case they are layering two or more distinctly unique melodies. It's about a bad girl. <laughs> That's what it's about. She can drink and drive it. She can take you for a ride. No, 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 I'm fine. Let's go to Sassafras. This girl that no one can get a handle on, and she's the Hollywood baby, and uh, she's running around town. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know why. I think I mostly just thought of a music video that I wanted to do, and then I thought about what the girl would be like, um, just rushing around. Uh, and yeah, she's drinking and driving. She's. Um, she can drink and drive ya. <laughs> she can take you for a ride. No, 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 I'm fine. It's funny, I, my friend Kara Louise, so she is the, the girl that I was envisioning when I was writing this. She's not like a wild child at all. I mean, she could be pretty wild, but she's the person that I want, like when the video is shot, I want her to be the Hollywood baby. So that helped. I also love um, editing and and shooting film. I don't do it too often, but I can't wait to direct my own music video. Like, so that really helped um, with it. Like imagining exactly who I was writing about, even though it was a fake persona I was attaching to her. I don't think she knows that, which will be funny. Um, I think this one came out pretty fast, and because and, I was like, kind of in on this on this story I was creating. Um, I think that, that toward the end, I think what I did with this one, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm ready, I'm done, I'm done with the song, we can record it, and then. I think at the end I was like, oh shit, I, I you know, now I have to record this, uh, these vocals, and I didn't have it down yet. I, I didn't have it completely written. So then toward the end it was kind of like, okay, this is what it's gonna be. And it was, that happens a lot. <laughs> I feel like 
I can always play a show like and not be prepared in any way. Like I don't practice very often, which, hey, you might come to a show and be like, I can tell Lisa, but um, you know, whatever, screw you then. But uh, I, I do, we do practice, hey. I mean, I don't sit at my house and sing old songs though. And I don't think my bandmates like it too much, you know, when I'm like, oh, the set list, I'll get that to you. Um, and then, whoops, I don't. And then it's the night of the show or something. But they're all very sweet and smart and cool and talented. So it ends up working well. <laughs> and now let's hear the complete recording of The Hollywood Baby by Le Pons.
artists you hear on Songs Out Loud agree, your digital music and merchandise purchases from their websites or places like Bandcamp are among the most direct ways you can support them. Songs Out Loud is produced, engineered, and mixed by me, Aaron Dorr. But I got the idea to do this from my favorite music podcast, Song Exploder, over at Radiotopia and PRX, hosted by Rishikesh Hirway. And you should definitely be subscribed there, too. And thank you for listening. Till next time. Oh my gosh, here we go. And now that I'm like <laughs> um, A major is is the one for me. It's the sound of it. It's like it's like that I'm automatically in love if it has those chords. Yeah, the A major, A minor, A. A is like my favorite thing. Just saying. Yeah. Thank you.